And how the hell are we doing today, people? Happy Monday. For those of you that didn't join me yesterday, what the fuck's wrong with you? Where the fuck you been? So I hope everybody's having a great day. I am having a fabulous day so far. Uh, let's see here. Today, we are going to talk about something that most people don't want to talk about, and even YouTube. YouTube will probably be pissed at me, but it is what it is. Uh, so fuck it. Uh, but we are about three years into a global pandemic. If you are still fat, you didn't take it seriously at all. I mean, I'm just to point out for those of you that are going to be talking shit and everything like that, the pandemic hit. And even though I was obviously a very firm advocate that the uh, hysteria around it was massively, and I do mean massively overblown, um, I still lost 30 fucking pounds. Downsized, stopped drinking alcohol, but on very, very, very rare occasions, made a bunch of lifestyle changes um, to get control of my health, to both control my binge eating and to be healthier in the long run, even though I had already been dedicated to being healthy in the long run. Um, if you, I mean, just so you know, like, I mean, I get, because I, I get, you know, and if you aren't following me on Twitter, please do follow me on Twitter, right over here, the MFing COO. You can follow me on Instagram there too. And I might go live on Instagram here in a little bit too, but they don't like me as much and they don't tell people when I go live and shit like that. They're like YouTube light. Um, Facebook tried to delete my account today, just so everybody understands. We, 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 we made it so we got it back, but they literally just tried to fucking close me out. Uh, but anyway, whole other story, I digress. Uh, but if you personally uh, have you know yourself uh, to the point where you still believe in all of the mitigations. You still think that we should be injecting everybody with an experimental therapy and even fucking six-month-olds, and you think that everybody should wear a face diaper and all that shit, and you're fat, you can shut the fuck up. I, I, you, you, have no, uh, you have no grounds to be talking to anybody about what they can do for their health and for your health. None. Like, yeah, I, that was a big argument that was made uh, well, you're not doing it for you. You're doing it for everybody else. If everybody else is fatter than they were in fucking 2020, I'm not doing shit for motherfuckers. I do enough. I give away free shit. I give away free advice. I talk uh, constantly about methods to lose weight. You do you. But uh, to think that you can, like anybody that's overweight should just literally shut the whole fuck up about any mitigations about their health, your health, anybody's health. Like, it's just insane. We've known, we have known, it is a known fucking thing that obesity is bad for you with upper respiratory illnesses for decades. It's not even from this pandemic. For fucking decades, being fat as fuck has been seen as unhealthy. Only when a fucking, uh, in the last five years has it been like, we've been trying to say like, okay, but... You can't, we shouldn't talk about somebody's health. Their health is none of your business. All the way to the evolutionary process that we're at now, where we are both going to shut down the entire fucking world to protect against a virus and also say that you can be 300 pounds and healthy. It's fucking clown world. All of it. It's fucking clown ass fucking world. You people sound silly as fuck. It's ridiculous. I'm going to say hi to everybody. And then we're going to look through some journal articles and I'm going to take some questions. And uh, if you disagree with me and you are in the comments, 
please do speak the fuck up. I will pull you on camera today. Today's your fucking shot. If you got something negative to fucking say about my stance on the last three fucking years, bring that shit, bitch. For real. Right fucking now. Um, let's see here. That guy, what the fuck? How you doing, man? Slash to Ken, Phil Tifo, I like the name. Anna L, what's going on? Uh, Cookies, Janet, Lucy, uh, Leona, Amelia, Ron, Annie, how the fuck are you? Elaine, how the fuck are you? Jessica, how the fuck are you? Uh, Philippa, what's going on? Philippa? Phil Philippa? Philippa. Is it, is it Phil Philippa or Philippa? Let me know. Uh, <laughs> Facebook is a fucking huge dumpster fire. Humongous dumpster fire. Um, this is a great way to start the week with lots of motivation to get healthy. Thank you. Um, I didn't take it seriously at all. I took it pretty fucking seriously, to tell you the truth. I fucking, like, I realized, like, hey, you know, like, at some point in time, I am going to be an elderly person. And predominantly, and we're going to take a look at CDC data and all sorts of shit. We're going to take a look at every fucking thing, you know? Um, uh, Lacey shrinks, but I realized, but, <laughs> sorry, ADHD. But I realized I want to be getting older and I want to live a long goddamn time. It just woke me up to like, hey, you know, why fucking risk it? I was still at like 210 pounds, 200, 215 pounds, uh, 5'9 and 5'10. That's fucking big. And even though I was rocking, you know, under 20% body fat, uh, it was time to fucking lose some weight. Um, it was time to fucking absolutely uh, downsize. I'm in the process. Like I just finished my down, like. I try to downsize for three months of the year now. Uh, I want to, in by February, by February first or mid February, by Valentine's Day probably, I want to be somewhere around 180 at like nine or 10 percent body fat. Like I would like to be in there. That's still pretty big. Uh, to, you know, in reference, I would my waist size will probably be ridiculous. My waist size is probably going to be 28 or under um, at that weight and that size and that body fat. But I'll also be you know. Oh, at 180 pounds, lean. That's good. That, that's that's adult male good, you know, um, for a long time, for longevity. Especially going to be you know 52 coming up here this year. But uh, Lacey, how the fuck are you? Tracy, how the fuck are you? Candid, uh, how are you? Candid by Tanise. Tanise, I should just say Tanise, not Candid. How are you? Uh, TJ, uh, Kimberly, Mar uh, Marie, Michelle. Hello, catching a few minutes of the live before I have to go. Well, have a good day. Catch the replay. Alan keeps me honest, honest to myself. I'm I'm fat and got 27 more pounds to lose before I can be considered myself normal. Get at it, Denise. Let me know if there's anything we can do. For those of you that are wondering, by the way, Crystal is teaching a uh, a build up boot camp class. It's one of her new uh, her new uh, concepts, and I am going to be at these classes. I'm going to start joining her classes a lot, lot, lot more often now that I'm back into my heavier training phase, um, and I'm going to be using it as like my second workout a day. I'm probably going to grab. Uh, today I'm probably just going to grab some dailies, like push-ups, bodyweight squats, those sorts of things, maybe some TRX stuff here in a little bit, but, uh, you can join the app by getting the book. Our new book is beyond willpower, the hunger management method. That's right up here. You can grab a copy of this book and you get the month, uh, the full month, the next full month of our app included, uh, including the hunger management support group, which is where I keep track of my food and my vitamins and stuff like that. And, uh, also my activities, but you can also, uh, get the app. You can track all your shit on the app and all of that. And I tell you what, if you join today, uh, we'll even throw in one of our pre-made programs, either our volume training class or something like that. If you have a TRX, Crystal's TRX program is fucking God tier. 
So uh, let me know. And, and we're hoping to see you on there. And you also get live and pre-recorded classes just so everybody can see. Let me get, give me one second. Uh-huh. And this is actually, this is going to be the class that she's teaching this week. Today, she already had a group walk, and then this is the build-up boot camp. I'll be at this. Strength and doors. I'm going to sneeze because the lights. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm back. Hi, how you doing? Um, build-up boot camp. Awesome class. I can't wait for it. Then tomorrow at 11 a.m. is strength endurance, then uh, then core power in the evening, a group walk again on Wednesday, uh, and then Tabata cardio, which is an amazing, amazing class. Some Pilates, which she hasn't done in a little bit, so she's throwing that back in the mix. Strength fusion and a Tabata strength and cardio program at Friday at 11 a.m. So if you haven't joined uh, the group, the the group, you can for uh, for 9.99 you get the book and a month of the app, and then it's do just pay to stay on the app for the for the remaining time if you want to stay on. You get to try it out for a month. So please do check that shit the fuck out. Um, let me pull this away. And then uh, Savar, what's happening, man? How are you doing? Maria, Eric the Red, King Knox, what's happening? Jiggles, Valerie, hey, Alan, looking great. Uh, do you know when No Morbidity will be back in stock at Ambrosia Tiger Fitness? It should be by Friday of this week, from what I understand. Uh, if not Friday this week, Tuesday of next week, I will be, in, uh, they're going to be messaging me hopefully later on today, if not tomorrow. They are all in meetings right now at uh, uh, at uh, their at their partners uh, in Utah. So hopefully I'll know later on today, if not tomorrow. Pam, I wish I uh, I would love to talk to you, but I don't. Uh, but I don't disagree. Thank you very much, uh, Leona, and uh, you had it, Talipa. Okay, good. Right, good. Okay, great. I just want to make sure I was getting your name right. Chris, Marina, Julian, Yolt. Nick, what's happening? Everybody, shy, uh, shy Frank, uh, Franklinstein. I like that. Franklinstein, I like it. I like the name. I like the name. All right. So, uh, oh, this is a good one. I was pregnant during the pandemic. Working around the hospital and clinics was much harder than keeping myself and my family healthy. Uh, uh, it was a rough time. I can imagine. I could not imagine trying to give birth. Like, a lot of hospitals weren't letting the dads in the delivery rooms. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, you don't have that much firepower. Uh, like, like, nothing would have stopped me. You know, like that's another thing, too. We can talk about a whole other different topic, uh, but we're going to take a look at a few things now. So here's the thing. Any death is horrible. OK, any death, any death. There are people that are going to be sad by it. Everything like that. Even my cranky old ass, a few people besides Crystal and my son might miss me. You know what I mean? But in reality, um, any death is bad. However, people die when you work in healthcare as long as I did. You understand that it just fucking happens, especially when they're either very elderly and or uh, they don't take care of themselves. They treat their bodies like fucking shit. Um, I am wondering what the fuck happened to our public health officials in the last three years. Like, First of all, they're obviously they've obviously been massively absent to begin with, as we have we are fat as fuck. Like public health is a complete failure, I, and I I will say that, and I'm not talking about just about the pandemic. Public health is a complete fucking failure. Public health in America, at least, sold out to corporations years and years and years ago. 
It's what, one of the reasons I got out of healthcare is because it was just all money driven and it was not trying to actually cure anybody. It was actually trying to just get the repeat dollar, uh, pharma and things like that. So public health officials have failed in general. And people are like, well, we, you, don't, you don't trust the science. I do trust science. I don't trust the science because the science is not something that's actually science. Science is something that you can always be, uh, always be questioned and debated. When we turn off scientific debate and thought process, that's not science anymore. It can be the science, quote unquote, trademark, but it can't be science anymore whatsoever. Public health officials have allowed the country to become sickly and fat. Uh, in the last 30 years, the obesity epidemic has climbed tremendously, skyrocketed, uh, as well as type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, our healthcare, uh, our avoidable chronic illness, healthcare deaths, and avoidable chronic illness, healthcare expenditures, and uh, resource usage have all simply skyrocketed. If anybody out there can argue this, like can say that that is wrong, just that portion of data is wrong, please feel free to fucking speak up and I'll bring you on camera right now to make you look like a fucking idiot. Okay. I mean, let, like we're just going to talk in very real senses here in very real terms. We are going to right now go to, this is the CDC website updated 12-4, so eight days ago. Give me one second to get to it for everybody. And we're going to go through a few things of math, and then we're going to talk about other issues, right? But numbers are important, even ones that are tragically and incredibly inflated and you kind of uh, skewed. And we are about to look at some very seriously inflated, skewed numbers, factually, okay? These are factually skewed numbers. Uh, I can't even believe I have to fucking say this shit, all right? But here you go. This is the... Uh, this is the CDC website. I'll scroll all the way up so you can see it. This is the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. I don't know why they call them that, themselves that because they don't control or prevent any fucking thing, frankly. Um, they And I mean, it should be disbanded. Uh, this, NIH, USDA, Department of Agriculture, a lot of three-letter agencies. We're going to be doing a video. And I want, I want to know your guys in the comments. I might make it today. I might even go live today. We'll see. But of what just what I would do different if I ran the fucking country, uh, just I mean, I know it's egotistical as fuck to even say that out loud, but I have I have a platform I can speak. So therefore, I might fucking just decide like, hey, I would do this different, that different, this different, that different. Why the fuck not? And then people can critique me based off of those things and also the arrogance of me thinking that I have a right to fucking say that shit. Uh, and I'm totally good with you guys can call me. I, I've been called many, 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 many names in the course of the last couple fucking years, especially. So a few others won't really fucking bother me. You know, just I, I won't fucking give a fuck, you know. Uh, but the CDC, uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, National Center for Health Statistics, um, weekly updated by selected demographic and geographic characteristics, provisional death counts for the coronavirus disease 2019, otherwise known as the vid 19. Um, we are going to go to comorbid that you can go by sex and age, race and Hispanic origin, place of death. Uh, place of death is kind of funny. Not funny, of course. None of it's funny. 
But uh, if you take a look at it, it's very few people die at home. Most people in a healthcare setting dead on arrival. Uh, these are people, by the way, th th these people were had gunshot wounds and shit. Um, but let's go to the one that I brought you guys here for. Uh, view the table of contents. Whoops. Actually, let me do, do this. Okay, here we are. Comorbidities and other conditions. Please try to keep the fuck up and pay the fuck attention. And I'm not saying this for those of you that are here every single day. You guys are smart as fuck. I love you. I'm talking about the fucking uh, morons that are going to be here to be like, oh, conspiracy theorist. You're just a conspiracy theorist. Put on a mask. Um, that's the new voice I'm just trying out. I do all sorts of, you guys don't know this. This is a side of you don't see, but I do. I talk mostly in fucked up voices around my house. You can ask Crystal next time she's on. Most of the time, I don't even talk in my voice. I use like a fucking different personality's voice just to keep it spicy. Um, anyway, table three shows the types of health conditions and contributing causes mentioned in conjunction with deaths involving coronavirus disease 2019. The number of deaths that, okay, the number of deaths that mention one or more of the conditions indicated is shown for all deaths involving COVID-19 and by age group for over 5% of these deaths, for over 5%. If you want to know the actual number, by the way, it's 5.1% uh, of these deaths. The vid 19 was the only cause mentioned on the death certificate for deaths with conditions or causes in addition to the uh, COVID-19 which would be 94.9%, on average, there were four additional conditions uh, or causes per death. What the fuck? So if you, uh, when, I, when I got banned and blasted and uh, like people and massive number of fucking death threats for saying that if you were young and healthy, this was less deadly than the seasonal flu, yeah, as a newsflash, I was right. Shocking. I told you so again. Um, but we can do this also. I wanted to point out that what I, I, I just deleted. I just did something fucked up. Okay. So I wanted to point out that you can, this is a very cool graph um, and you can do it yearly. Boom. So yearly, right? So then you can do it by the year, all conditions, all condition groups and attributed COVID-19 deaths. So we are going to do just COVID-19 deaths, all of them, right? So here we go. There's a few things I'm just going to point out for everybody, right? And then we're going to do some fucking math because math is cool. Um, present, give me some, da, 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 da. hang on a second. I wanted to pull something else up. See if I can do two things at once. I have two things at once on here. Uh, no, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Nope, I can't. Okay. So. Right now, one more second. I'm going to put this over here because I got to do a little bit of calculation because my brain's not that fucking sharp. Uh, in 2020, and by the way, people are like, well, it didn't start in 2020 until February. Uh, you're a fucking idiot. Uh, there's many, tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of testing that show that when they went back and retested soil samples, urine samples, blood samples, uh, sewage samples that the vid 19 was in America at the latest, uh, the end of October uh, of 19, probably beforehand. The, the, the sheer idiocy of thinking that we caught patient zero in February is fucking stupid. 
Like we happened to catch the first person in the entire United States that had this virus. You got to be dumb. Like you got to be, you got to be a moron to believe that. Like I'm talking like, you know, you should maybe, maybe, uh, have people like looking over you while you eat. So you don't stab yourself in the eye with a fork, stupid. Uh, that that's literally how dumb you got to be. Um, so I'm just going to point out that this figure right here, this 385,293 figure does include people that died in car accidents that tested positive in the hospital. It does include gunshot victims, but it also includes, if you do the fucking math, there's 385,293 uh, people times 0.051, which is 5.1% for you fucking morons. I just mentioned this a little earlier. Um, that is 19,650 people, shall we say, that passed away uh, from uh, the vid alone in uh, 2020. Just the vid alone in 2020. Um, if you divide that, just so everybody like gets this out, uh, if you divide that by 12, uh, that is 1,637 uh, people a month uh, that had were young and healthy and passed away from this uh, this th from this you know virus. It is unfortunate. It happens. More people pass away during flu season from during flu season in the entirety than that. It's less deadly than the seasonal flu. Now, if you look at 2021, it's so strange that we actually apparently had this miracle therapy that was forced upon almost the entirety of society that they wanted to pretty much extricate you from society if you didn't want to take, if you wanted to stay, I don't know, in the control group. Um, but it caused what seems to be, uh, I don't know, like fucking 30% increase or 20-some percent increase in, in fatalities. Um, but 462,888 times 0.051, it's 23,607, okay? Um, so that's, you know, it's a lot more, but these people could have also had the jibby and had the jibby. And it's, fucked, it's fucked up. Like, for those of you that are watching this on Twitter, I'm sorry, but this is being broadcast on YouTube also. So since you don't have freedom of speech on YouTube and other places, you got to use fucking words like jibby jab and fucking stupid shit like that, you know? Um, but just to be very fucking real, uh, 23,000 people, again, you do divide that by 12. That's 1,967 people a month. Divide that by 30. It's unfortunate 66 people a day, you know? Um, I will point out that like this statistically, if you look at age brackets and stuff like that, sunstroke is more of a death threat to me um, than this. But this is how seriously it should be. I'm going to point out that right now, if we do just all together and we don't do it by year, we just do total. Okay. I'm going to pull it up by total. Whoops. By total. Um, mm-hmm. 1,074,727 people over the course of the last 36 months. Um, let's see. So if we go here, 1,074,728 uh, divided by 36, that is 29,853 people a month. Um, 
divide that by day, 30, and that is 995. That is about the number of people that die of obesity in a given fucking day, seeing as how obesity kills anywhere from 300 to 440,000 people a year in the United States. So the vid in total uh, for everybody, including people of an average age of 78 years old uh, and four serious comorbidities, um, you know, the people that do the fucking dying, uh, fucking, you know, it's about the same number as obesity even though we ignore obesity for decades and decades and decades, and even got fatter over the course of the last three fucking years, you full-on fucking morons. Um, but let's just look past all of this. Let's find out. Like, So here's the thing. If you're super, super, duper, uber elderly, uh, and you've, you're on like four medications, you should be terrified of every fucking thing. Just to be real, I used to work in long-term care, and I'm going to close this out. because, And you can find this, by the way, uh, at COVID, uh, uh, cdc.gov slash nchs slash nvss slash vsrr slash covid underscore weekly slash index dot htm number symbol comorbidities. <laughs> but um, we're going to get away from this one because I've got other stuff I want to show you. But now we're going to examine for just the sake of examining, right? Um, the fact that if you're under, actually, let me do this real quick. If you're under the age of 65, I'm going to do the math real quick for you guys so I don't have to pull that shit back up. But if you're under the age of 65 in total, in total, all right, um, let's see, zero to 24, there's a total of three, eight, four, five people in three fucking years. And... What people need to understand is that the lopsidedness of this, like the obesity factor of this, is all mostly like 95% of the obesity factor into all of this is 65 and below because you don't find too many 65-year-olds that are obese and up, especially those that have four serious uh, comorbidities because they just fucking die of like cases of the hiccups and shit like that. I've seen it happen. They just fucking die because being fat and elderly doesn't happen much. And when it does, it doesn't happen long. But if you look at it, it's about mm, 300,000 people or less. The 200, let's see, like there's 230, 250, 260, 270,000 people maybe uh, under the age of 65 in the course of the last fucking three years. And about fucking 5% of those. So 15,000 people under the age of 65 have passed away without comorbidity of this virus, not with, of. Um, so again, if you're healthy and under the age of 65, there is no reason for your life to be altered, impacted at all whatsoever. Uh, none. They just stole three years from you, basically. And if you lost a business or something like that, they just stole that. That was stolen from you. And I don't see anybody able to produce any evidence to combat um, uh, any fucking anything that I just said. However, people can be like, oh, well, we didn't know it was fat people that were fucking disproportionately uh, being affected by the fucking uh, pandemic, which would be stupid as fuck because these are indeed, again, 
Fat people um, and fat people again will always be at larger risk of all communicable diseases. They not only are at larger risk of getting the communicable disease, but they are at larger risk of transmitting, keeping it longer, having more long-term effects. These are all completely super well-known, well-documented things, especially for upper respiratory viruses, as it does sound like obese people are breathing soup just to fucking begin with. But a biggest reason for this is what a lot of people are thinking, which we're about to read a bunch of data to support. Because, again, if you don't believe me, fact check me, but actually fact check me. Actually get to the fucking data. Don't just go to what, uh, you know, what the fucking your favorite fucking, you know, Dr. Fucci says. And then all of a sudden think I'm wrong because I could just so everybody understands, I could literally fucking destroy him in debate about this whole topic. I mean, I'm talking make him look fucking foolish. Him, the CDC director, um, Bricks, any of them, give me five minutes to wipe the crusties out of my eyes, the, my, the notes on my phone, and I would decimate them in a live debate in under fucking 10 minutes. Decimate. Reality. It exists. We need to fucking enter it. Um, but... We are going to go now to just, I don't know, some facts uh, and shit like that. This is from NPR, uh, and this was published on April 18th, 2020. Um, Who's hit hardest by COVID-19? Why obesity, stress, and race all matter? As data emerges on the spectrum of symptoms caused by COVID-19, it is clear that people with chronic health conditions are being hit harder. Huge fucking shock. A cold virus is going to be harder on people that are already sick. I know. Crazy. It's only been that way for fucking, I don't know, all of evolution. While many people experience mild illness, 89% of people with uh, COVID-19 who were sick enough to be hospitalized had at least one chronic condition. About half had high blood pressure and obesity, according to the data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, which shouldn't be named that because it doesn't do that. Uh, And about a third of diabetes and a third of had cardiovascular disease. So what does this explain? Obesity is a marker for the number of other problems, explains Dr. Aaron Carroll, who probably lost their job for saying this after a while. A public health researcher at the Indiana University of Medicine, it's increasingly common for those who develop obesity to develop diabetes and other conditions as well. So one reason COVID-19 is taking its toll on people who have obesity is that their overall health is often compromised because, again, as we state on this channel fairly fucking often, they're fat as fuck. Um, but does obesity specifically affect the immune system? Perhaps. No, motherfuckers, it absolutely does. 100 fucking percent. Uh, Prior research has shown that people with obesity are less protected by the flu vaccine because they're fatter. They tend to get sicker from respiratory diseases, even if they've been immunized. In fact, researchers have found that as people gain excess weight, their metabolism changes, and this shift can make them the immune system less effective we're fighting off viruses. So in fact, if you were fat in 2020 and you didn't do anything about it, you were keeping your immune system weak because you, in fact, are weak. Um, we will see that obesity is that these immune cells don't function as well, says Linda Beck, a health researcher at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Basically, she explains obesity throws off the fuel source that the immune cells need to function. The immune uh, cells are not using the right kind of fuels, Beck says, and as a result, the condition of obesity seems to impair the critical immune response needed to deal with either the virus viral infection 
or ability to make a robust response to a vaccine. So in other words, you being fat as fuck, there's the flu vaccine, you know, if you're fucking 400 pounds, if you're 400 pounds, why the fuck are you getting a flu vaccine? I mean, I'm sorry. It just sounds stupid. It really does. I need to get the flu vaccine because I got to watch out for my health. You treat your body like a dumpster. You don't, you're not worried about your health. Like you're just fucking doing this, the virtue signal. Like it's the same thing, like a 400 pound person wearing a mask. You look fucking stupid as fuck. You look stupid as fuck. Why fucking, you know, I feel bad for the 400 pound person wearing the mask because the last thing we should want to do is in any way fucking cause it so they have a harder time breathing. And I mean that, like as a person that fucking coaches obese people, like all everything that I say is out of kindness to obese people and people that don't understand me may not get that, but I'd rather tell you the fucking truth so you can do something the fuck about it. So you can be a full on fucking adult and do something about it. than lie to your faces, because guess what? Most of society is lying to your faces most of the time to get you fat and then they fucking dependent upon them. But other times just in a selfish fashion, because somebody that tells you you're fine when you're fat. They're doing themselves a favor by not being a mean person. They don't want to be seen as the meanie. So it's very selfish of them to lie straight to your motherfucking face. This disproportionate toll can be partially explained by the fact that the higher, higher prevalence of obesity, high blood pressure, and diabetes among African-Americans compared to whites. That's why um, it's not necessarily a racial thing. Like your genetics when it comes to race don't necessarily mean that you're going to have a harder time with COVID. What it does mean is that in our demographics in the country that uh, African-American people... I, I, I black people I fucking Af you're not African-Americans you're black people uh, you're brown people whatever you want but you if you've never been to Africa like like Elon Musk is an African-American okay uh, this is like calling like I don't I, like it's weird to me anyway the whole other fucking different thing um, as and as Dr. Anthony Fucci uh, of the National Institute of Health slash pharmaceutical industry said last week at a White House coronavirus task force briefing, this crisis is the shining and bright light of how unacceptable this is because yet again, when you have situations like the coronavirus, uh, these people are suffering disproportionately because they're fat because you, as a public health official, by the way, Dr. Fucci, did not do your motherfucking job for decades. Just be, just be real. Okay, so we're going to go away from this one. I'm going to stop sharing that one. And then we're going to go to window rave here we go this by the way is a what's called the, my brave browser so it is not hooked to google uh because google fucking hates the shit but now obesity emerges as risk factor of severe covid19 illness we're gonna open that one up obesity and covid19 ace2 the missing portion we're gonna open that up um, these are all from early 2020. The, the latest evidence on obesity and COVID-19, we're going to go there. Obesity could shift severe COVID-19 diseases to younger ages. We're going to go there. Why obesity is a risk factor for severe 19 symptoms. We're going to go there. Um, obesity and COVID cause or effect. We're going to go there. The emergence link between obesity and COVID-19, we're going to go there. And these are all, by the way, the very first ones. Uh, how to prepare for coronavirus vaccine with obesity. Well, that's be the first one we're going to go to. Let's just do that one right here. Boom. COVID-19 and obesity. How to prepare for COVID-19. How to prepare for coronavirus with obesity. Uh, unfatten yourself. That's how. Jesus. How fucking moronic is this shit? Fucking just get there. Whoops. I didn't mean to do that. I want to do this. Motherfucker. Mm. Here we go. Okay. So... With the entire world in a state of worry around a bad cold, 
Uh, it's not surprising that people with pre-existing conditions like fat as fuckness might feel more anxious than normal. If that's you, it is totally natural and understandable because indeed you are fat as fuck and you know you are sickly because guess what? Being fat as fuck means you're sickly. Um, so it's understandable. The virus swiftly took over the globe. I, I don't think it was that swift. I think it was in fucking full circulation by, by like early October, September of 2019. I don't think it was that swift. Um, anyway, leaving researchers scrambling to understand how it works. It's a fucking coronavirus. There wasn't that much scramble. It, it actually behaves much like the seasonal flu and other coronaviruses. Um, uh, it's only right that you have information. You need to stay health, uh, safe and healthy. Uh, you know, if you want to stay healthy and safe, unfucking fatten yourself. There's your advice. There you go. There's the information you need. The information you need is that you have gluttoned yourself to a state of fucking weakness to basically be akin to elderly fucking people. You have gluttoned yourself to be as frail as a fucking elderly person. Just fucking reality. Uh, many people struggle with weight management because, you know, we have eat, sugar is seen as like a fucking daily thing. Uh, and other factors, of course, being diagnosed as overweight or with clinical or genetic obesity. Nobody gets diagnosed with genetic obesity. Not one human fucking being gets diagnosed with genetic obesity. Not one. You know why? Because it's not a real fucking thing. Um, is not is not a shameful thing. Actually, it kind of is. In today's world, when we fucking literally close down all of fucking society, I'm going to say this with the fucking thing up. Hang on a second. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this in my whole fucking face. Right now in society, being fat is something to be shameful about. It absolutely is. We just had three years of closing down schools, businesses, some businesses, people's life work are gone forever. We have destroyed the economy and literally made it so America hates itself. Like people in America have drawn the line and we fucking hate each other over a fucking cold virus that if you weren't fat as fuck out there, we wouldn't have been worried about you fucking collapsing from this shit because as seen by all this fucking data and what we knew early on is that young healthy people were at almost no fucking risk. But instead, because we can't just look out for young healthy people and then have everybody else have personal responsibility we're going to close down all of society to protect fat ass people and old people because that's reality. That's the fucking problem. And now nobody's earned that shit. And that's what's got me fucking pissed off today. Nobody has earned this shit. We fucked up the fucking future of so many children to protect elderly people and fat people in America. And we are now professing that being fat is awesome. When it is clear, article after article, data after data, study after study shows that people who were fat had a harder time with this and every other fucking communicable disease, yet alone the chronic illnesses that clog our healthcare system predominantly to fucking begin with. When our healthcare system is fucking clogged well more than 50% with avoidable, lifestyle-driven chronic illnesses, and yet we're going to close down the entire world because we're worried that the fucking... Uh, the new cold on the fucking block might send some people to the hospital and that might overload the hospitals. If an acute sickness, communicable disease pops up, that and the, it clogs the hospital systems, that is not what's clogging the hospital systems. The hospital system and healthcare system is already clogged with fat. It's already clogged with fat people. And nobody earned this shit. We are fatter and less healthy as a fucking nation right motherfucking now. And that is a travesty. It is an absolute travesty. I'm reading off 
data point after data point after data point. I'm reading off all sorts of fucking studies and all sorts of articles from early on in this bullshit that said that being fat as fuck is indeed bad for you. And we did nothing to fucking change it. Instead, people got fatter. We closed gyms. We fucking ordered DoorDash. We fucking gluttoned ourselves on fucking pizza. People had fucking... We, we literally closed parks so children couldn't go out and fucking play. We told everybody to stay inside and become vitamin D deficient. We are less healthy than what we were. Our public health officials, in fact, fucking failed us. They, in fact, are failures. They should all, every single one of them, lose their motherfucking jobs for not warning fat people to lose fucking weight. It is their fault that we were at the state of fatness that we were at before all of this bullshit. And now we are just fatter because they didn't address it again. It is the biggest missed opportunity in public health ever. It is the biggest misstep in public health ever. And nobody earned it. We got fatter instead. And now we are literally at a stage in society where we're trying to literally pretend that fat ass people are not sickly. We're trying to pretend that people should be getting life advice from people that weigh 400 fucking pounds. It's insanity. Why are you going to get life advice from somebody that treats their life like it's fucking expendable? They treat their body like it's a dumpster and you're going to, we're going to have these people be influencers. What the fuck for influencers for pharma? That's it. Influencers for fast food and pharma. That's fucking it. That's all. It's patheticness. We know, we have known, and we have always known that being fat as fuck is indeed bad for you. It's bad for your family. It is bad for your health. It is bad for your longevity. And now we're now that we have closed society for three years, we fucked up society for the last three years. People still have to get this experimental therapy to fucking work in a lot of places, and you can't even enter the United States without it. Still. Because of this bullshit over this fucking cold that is bad for elderly people and obese people. It's what it is. It's a fucking cold. Get there. It may be a bad cold for fat people and elderly people, but it's still a fucking cold. Guess what else is bad for fat people and elderly people? Other colds. The flu. The flu vaccine we even read earlier does not even work as well on fat people. Get there faster. Goddamn. I'm going to go back to this now. We're going to pull it up just like this. What we know about COVID-19 and obesity. During this time, as COVID-19 spreads across the globe, you may be wondering how being overweight and obese can affect you if you were contra to contract the virus. According to the other fucking, uh, the World or the World Obesity Federation, these people are fucking full of shit too. I could destroy most of their fucking officials in open live debate any given fucking day. Give me five minutes. I don't even need the notes on my phone. I could just destroy you motherfuckers off the top of my dome. But according to those bitches, obesity-related conditions seem to worsen the effect of COVID-19. Do you think so? Could it be because they have un uh, unprecedented levels of cytokines and inflammatory markers in their body due to being in a chronically inflammatory state? that negatively affects their fucking lungs and their breathing as we can actually physically fucking hear. And oh yeah, let's not forget the fact that most of them are vitamin D deficient and be because they're vitamin D deficient because they have so much body mass to fucking get so much vitamin D put into that since they're vitamin D deficient that they don't actually fight off these inflammatory things as well. Could that be it? You may wonder why this is the case. 
One of the physiological levels, there is a reason why excess fat can be risky, according to Dr. Carl Nadolsky, the chairman of the American Association for Clinical Endocrinologists, AACE, Obesity and Nutritional Disease State Network, and an assistant professor of medicine at the University of Michigan. There is a concern even for the metabolically healthy patients with obesity just from the excess adipose based on uh, antiogenesis converting enzyme 2 ACE. To break, to break this down, the ACE2 enzyme binds well to viruses like severe acute respiratory syndrome. Nadolsky said that this suggests an increased risk of illness severity due to the amount of actual fat on the body. So now we're going to go to this one, the emerging link between obesity and COVID-19. This is on May 15th of 2020. This last one, by the way, just to remind everybody, was April 2nd, 2020. This one is May 15th, 2020, the emerging link between obesity and COVID-19. We haven't heard any of this shit, by the way, since the beginning of 2020. Wonder why the fucking CDC director hasn't mentioned obesity in her time in office. Since she got in office, she has not mentioned the word obesity, not on any of her social media, not in any fucking uh, speeches. She has not even fucking mentioned it. She is the director for the Centers for Disease Control when the entire healthcare system is predominantly clogged by obesity. And we pay anywhere from $2.7 to $3 trillion a year in shared healthcare expenditures for, again, avoidable lifestyle-driven chronic illness. I could destroy all these fucking people in open debate. All of them. I would destroy them. Like, make them embarrassed. Fucking patheticness. Dr. Monica Safford, the chief of Division of General Internal Medicine in New York Presbyterian Whale Cornell Medical Center and Whale Cornell Medicine, finds that obesity is linked to more serious complications for the vid, uh, including in younger people. That's the problem with younger people and being fat because you have gluttoned yourself to a state of weakness. As the nation works towards controlling the virus pandemic, scientists and researchers are racing to find out everything they can about the virus and who is most vulnerable. It's fat people and elderly people. Big fucking shock. Guess who does the dying normally by these things? Fat people and elderly people. Um, we didn't warn them, though. We didn't warn them. We treated everybody all the fucking same. Everybody was completely the same. Everybody still go to Walmart. We're just going to make it so that's the only store you can go to. We're going to close down all the local mom and pop shops. Everybody has to go to Walmart. And by the way, we are going to literally shorten their hours too. So instead of spreading it out and some people could go in the middle of the night, no, fuck, that's fucking crazy because the virus travels at night, right? So we're going to fucking close down the fucking hours of the store. What used to be open 24 hours is now only open for 12. You stupid fucks. Um, let's see. Uh, the research also suggests that young people who are obese, whether they have health issues or not, are still at risk. The data published in the New England Journal of Medicine on April 17th of 2020 looked at the first 393 consecutive patients with the vid 19 who were admitted to New York Presbyterian Whale Cornell Medical Center and New York Presbyterian Lower Manhattan Hospital from March 3rd to March 27th. Obesity was defined as a body mass index of 30 or higher with 136 of these patients were in this category. We started this registry of patients so that we could keep help answer some of the tough questions the frontline worker, healthcare workers were grappling with. How is it tough to realize your entire fucking ward is fat people and elderly people? I mean, I saw the pictures. It's fat people and elderly people. Fucking silliness. Our goal was to inform physicians of what types of patients are likely to not do well using data. You mean that like 80% of the people that got this, by the way, didn't even know that if they would have never gotten a test, they would have never known they fucking had it. Just so you know, it's like 80% was asymptomatic. It's fucking ridiculous. You know? What is significant about the research? The preliminary data confirms that many doctors and frontline staff have been saying, they've already been saying it. Like they've already been saying that many of their patients who are severely ill with the vid 19 are obese. 
What's rather striking about the data we have compiled is that obesity prevalence seems to be the greatest seems to be the greatest in people under the age of 65. So if you are young and healthy under the age of 65, you are even at less risk than just generalized. That's what that means. That's what that skews to. So therefore, the people like me who are already in pretty good fucking shape still took it seriously enough that we lost 30 fucking pounds. <sighs> so fucking frustrating. We're also seeing cardiovascular problems such as high blood pressure and coronary artery disease as risk factors. So what's happening here? By the way, high blood pressure, coronary artery disease, person's normally fat as fuck too. Here's another one. This is from June 25th of 2020. And this is from, this is obesity and COVID cause or effect. Uh, a new university, uh, university college of London study published and preprint uh, in June 2020, dissects the contribution of, in, of incidence of obesity and the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic and describes measures to mitigate the impact of lockdown measures. The severe acute respiratory syndrome, C, uh, coronavirus 19, has set the world on blah, 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 blah. The lockdown toll, with physical isolation being necessary <laughs> at the level of the whole population, the strain has been borne by economies. It is not, it was never necessary. Not ever. It was never, ever, 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 ever necessary. Not even a little fucking bit. Um, so you know what? And here's the, so we can go to this one. This one is from April 7th. Why is obesity a risk factor for severe COVID-19? Um, uh, let's go to here. Why is this concerning? Uh, why are people with obesity more at risk of developing serious respiratory illness? The prevalence of pulmonary problems in patients with obesity is higher than for normal weighted individuals because they're unhealthy. Because when you're fat, you are unhealthy. How fucking hard is this shit? Um, again, there are uh, many unanswered questions besides them being fat and unhealthy about risk factors, fat and unhealthy, uh, that we don't know yet, but I think it's safe to say that patients with obesity and comorbidities that comp compromise their heart and lungs are likely going to be at higher risk of developing severe illness. Big fucking shock. So here's just, I just want you to think about a few things logically. Like, first of all, I am my size. I am about 185, 190 pounds right now, right? If I gain, if I gained the 100 pounds back, if I weighed between 280 and 290 again, if I got over the 280 mark again, guess what my heart does? Just has to fucking work harder because it's a lot more fucking mass. It's got to push fucking weight to. So no matter what, your heart is working harder. Every fucking day, every fucking second, every fucking minute, your heart is working harder to pump blood to more fucking human being than it was likely designed to fucking do. That's one of the reasons why that I believe that waist to height ratio is even more of a telling factor when it comes to a more pre predictive and telling factor when it comes to uh, chronic illness, disease and outcomes and longevity is because it measures in your frame and in your frame, your heart is only so big. So it takes into account your frame versus your fucking uh, your height. OK, so it. Um, and it also, there's the visceral fat component. There's so many things, but I like waist to height ratio better than I like fucking BMI. I, not that BMI isn't still a highly predictive tool. And for most fat people, it's they should take it very fucking seriously. Because if you are a non-athlete and your BMI is 35, you're fucked fucked. You're not just fucked, you're fucked fucked. Okay? We need to get to some sort of like realization that... We need to take our health seriously. We had what we considered a public health issue in the last three years. As a newsflash, public health starts with the health of the public. We are sickly, fat, lazy, fucking, and lazy. We are lazy. 
I mean, most of society is fucking lazy. People are like, don't call me. You, you just think I'm fat and lazy because I'm fat. You just think I'm lazy because I'm fat. If you don't park your car farther away and walk close, like if you look for convenience in everything you do, you're lazy. I'm lazy sometimes. I fucking admit that. I fucking try to get the closest parking spot sometimes. And then Crystal's like, why don't we park all the way back there? You know, I'm fucking lazy sometimes. Sometimes I'll just, I, I want to take the easy route, but I'm not lazy all the fucking time. Give me a second. Okay. But uh, we, we're, we're three years into this. If you're still morbidly obese three years in, if you're working on it, great. I'm here to help you. Again, you can get our fucking coaching right here. We have some slots open. You can buy the book Beyond Willpower. Please do. Um, and the coaching is daily communication, weekly video conferences with myself and Crystal. Um, and we have a second tier. It's even higher, which is two workouts a week that we guide you through one-on-one -on, -one on a personal level. But if you are trying to take it seriously, if you're trying to lose weight and you're just struggling, my hat off to you. It's a struggle. I know better than anybody. Former fat as fuck for motherfucker. Okay. And I struggle with, I still, I, I struggle with controlling my binge eating every day. I look at it as a, a form of addiction. I look at my binge eating as alcoholics would put it that I'm, I'm like a year and 11 months in of no binges. Uh, thanks to no morbidity, which is right up here, by the way, you, it will be back in stock uh, at uh, uh, Tiger Fitness and Ambrosia, hopefully by the end of the week this week, if not by early next week. And uh, it is, you can get it at vitamin shops. Although we did get notification that, uh, that, that vitamin shop is going to be running short probably soon. Uh, and some plan, it, it's not like it's an endless supply of these vitamin shops. So if people have already got it, people have already got it. But we I've been told it's going well. So reality, if you're taking it seriously, good for you. Let's fucking get this shit. Let's tune in every day and do this motherfucking shit, right? But if you're still fat as fuck three years in, I don't think you should tell anybody to wear a mask. If you're fat as fuck three years in, I don't think you should tell anybody to get a jab. If you're fat as fuck three years in, I don't think you should be advocating for fat as fuckness. I think that, you know, this whole weird thing where like, oh my God, I'm so oppressed and so marginalized because I've eaten myself so fucking big that I can't fit in the fucking chairs at your fucking restaurant. The problem isn't the chairs. The problem is you have treated yourself like shit for so fucking long and been like you are now a burden upon society. Three years ago, we should have called an end to this bullshit about fat acceptance and everything like that. Three years ago, we should have pretty much said, look, this is either nature or the Wuhan lab showing us that we need to unfatten ourselves as a fucking country, that we are in fact weak, pitiful, slob-like, and fucking lazy, gluttonous as a society in America. That should have been the message. And I know it might've been a hard one, but we instead, the hard message we gave the people is that some people were essential and some people weren't. And that some people needed to lose their entirety of their fucking life's work in their fucking small businesses. We had to close that shit down because they weren't important enough because fat people were too fucking fat. Because I got a newsflash for you. Elderly people that were at high risk of this were already pretty isolated. When you're 80 years old and you've got four serious comorbidities, you don't do much fucking partying. You're not out and about fucking, you know, mingling too fucking much. Fucking patheticness. Fucking sadness. Yoda for one told me to calm down. Yoda, do you want to come on live? Tell me to calm down to my face. Say yes or no. 
Say yes or no. No? Okay. My BMI was 35 in 2019, down to 29.5. That's out fucking standing, my, uh, May Tay. Is it May Tay? May Tay. I think it is May Tay. Uh, that is awesome. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Not marginalized, maximized. It's amazing. Like, it's, the, it's one of the reasons why it's just totally ridiculous. Like, all of it is totally ridiculous. The same people that are telling you to wear a mask, like... I, there's a video of uh, Miss Tess Holiday. <laughs> I'm not wasting my time and energy on someone who claims to know everything. It would be like arguing with a wall. Uh, I literally just produced data, like data, and you're wasting your. I mean, your your time is you're sitting there, obviously. Um, reject weakness, embrace change. I love that. That's fucking excellent. I, I like that one too. But reality, reality is three years ago, we should have encouraged people that were fat as fuck to unfatten themselves. It would have saved trillions of dollars and countless lives. If you are, if you are terrified of a cold because of your comorbidities, you should, you should still stay the fuck in. As a news, I, I, I posted this often. Masks and social distancing were an illusion of safety. Everybody should understand that. that that's the fucking thing. Like masks and social distancing were the illusion of safety. Aerosolized vapor doesn't get stopped by masks and travels fucking 30 fucking meters. And that's what viruses travel on. You know, I mean, it's fucking simply ridiculous. So many fitness influencers are posting dumb stuff like it's okay if you have a heavier body coming out of the global pandemic. It's fucking sadness. It's lies. And the, the you can please use the quotes for the fitness influencers thing because it's, they're not really, they are just salespeople for their shit. Don't get me wrong. I sell my shit. As a matter of fact, sign up for my fucking app right here. Get my book, sign up for my app. All of you right now, get my book, sign up for my app. I'm a salesman. I fucking, this is my businesses, but at least I'm telling the fucking truth. At least I had the fucking stones. At least I had the fucking balls to fucking stick by what I knew is true. Instead of most of the fitness fucking professionals, especially YouTube fitness bitches that shut the fuck up for three fucking years and are barely even talking about it now. Like, you're supposed to be fitness and health professionals, and all of you shut the fuck up about the fucking thing affecting people's fitness and health more than anything else in the last three fucking years. You're all pussy-ass bitches. That's why, you know, me and Mark weren't even close at the beginning of the pandemic. That's why, besides Crystal and my son, Mark is my very best friend. Because this, 2020, rewrote everything. I've had people pissed. They're like, I can't believe you're dealing with Mark. You said you'd never work with him. 2020 changed everything, bitches. 2020 changed him. It changed me. It changed our fucking world. We're two grown ass men that squashed our differences. And now like literally we text all, all fucking days. My very best friend besides my wife and son. And that's because I respect him because he's a man of fucking integrity and morals because he did not just shy away when he had millions of dollars to possibly lose. He didn't shy away and he still set his fucking mind. More people should be like that. And I am telling you this right fucking now. As we're getting to the end, I'll answer a few fucking questions. I see the bitch didn't fucking, uh, didn't fucking take me up on it. It's always amazing how they want to talk shit. And then I give them an opportunity to talk straight to my fucking face. And then they fucking run away like little coward ass bitches. You fucking people are amazing. Like, you can't, like I'm, I know I'm Generation X and shit like that. And when I talk shit to people when I was growing up, it was to their fucking face. 
And if you think that I that all this sarcasm just poof magically developed once the fucking internet came came about, you're fucking crazy because this is how I've always spoken to people, normally directly to their face. But it amazes me how these fucking people are so fucking pussified that they can't even discuss with somebody via the goddamn internet. You guys are fucking pussies. Horribly. Horribly. Weak ass, pathetic ass. I bet your fathers are fucking embarrassed about you pussies. I know I would be. That's for goddamn sure. If anything, mass and social distancing makes you more prone to sickness. It has been known for a long time. I used to teach the OSHA class myself that putting masks on and off all the goddamn time is in fact unhealthy for you. That prolonged mask wearing is in fact unfucking healthy for you, for your skin, for your respiration. Oftentimes people can get fucking uh, everything from fucking viral meningitis to all sorts of fucking other pneumonia, all sorts of shit from it. Dr. Fucci even fucking published a paper saying that the fucking uh, 1918 great, uh, great flu that killed a bunch of people, most of those people died from bacterial pneumonia from wearing masks. It's reality. It's data. It's all out there. We just have people that are, the, people have made this fucking pandemic their whole ass personality. They've, they've made the fucking advocating for a fucking therapy and the fucking masks and the fucking lockdowns. They've made it their whole ass personality as if you couldn't just stay your ass the fuck inside. If you're afraid of the fucking air that other people breathe, stay the fuck inside. What the fuck? Stay the fuck inside, you bitch-ass cowards. <laughs> but if you are still fat, especially if you are still fat three years into this, don't, like, like the, the fucking audacity it takes to literally fucking tell anybody else to do anything about their health or to protect your health is unbelievable. A fat person telling another person to wear a mask is literally full-on, full-blown comedy that writes itself. It's fucking hilarious. Hey, if you don't wear that mask, I might get sick. You're already sick, motherfucker. You were sick 25 Twinkies ago. Fucking crazy. I mean, it's just fucking insane. All of it. So any questions? Preach to the choir, Alan. Generation X forever. Yeah, I mean, I people can knock on Generation X all we want, but like... We, we, we are the toughest generation. I mean, we really are. Words don't hurt our fucking feelings. You know, like I, I said this, but like people are like, oh my God, I, like I, you know, I okay, like people accuse me of misgendering people. I don't misgender you. I tell you what you fucking look like. You know, I, 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 don't, I don't tell you. I will say this though. I'm doing this new thing on, uh, on uh, Twitter that if a person says my my pronouns are such and such i use the opposite i'm not doing it i'm not i'm not fucking i'm not fucking i'm not participating at all but our generation doesn't give a fuck about that i've never been misgendered but if i would i'd laugh you know why because i'm pretty sure i'm a fucking man i look like a fucking man um it, it it's pretty fucking it's pretty fucking evident i'm a fucking man and you can call me whatever the fuck you want it's none of my business it's really, it's none of my business. You can call me whatever fuck you want. None of my business. Anyone that posted just because you're over the pandemic doesn't mean the pandemic is over you got unfriended. What the fuck? I, I was never, I was never under it. <laughs> I was never, like, I always was just like, you people are fucking stupid. Crystal would be sitting in the other room like, they, this makes no sense. 
It makes no sense. I can list off a hundred fucking reasons why it made no sense. And all you fucking people are too fucking stupid. Not you people. You people, again, are all smart. Everybody except for Yoda, the bitch-ass fucking motherfucker in the comments section that fucking I offered to come on live to debate with me. And then they pretended like they fucking were above it. Um, even though you're sitting watching me, motherfucker. You're sitting watching me, probably subscribe, probably fucking hit the, hit the dislike button every fucking chance you get. You're a good unpaid intern, as my friend Elgin would fucking say. I'm not surprised. Easier. It's easier to hide. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. What if their pronouns are yay, yem? I, I call them what they look like. That, I, it's not misgendering. I mean, it's it's not it's not misgender, misgendering. It is me telling you what you fucking look like to me. If you don't like my opinion, okay. If you want to be offended by it, be offended. I don't give a fuck. I, I, I have no right to tell. I have no right to tell anybody they shouldn't be offended by what I say. Be offended, bitches. Be offended all fucking day. I, I, I hope you're offended. That means you care. Once again, buy my fucking book. We're just going to go about that. Buy my fucking book. Join me on the fucking Hunger Management Support Group. Join Crystal for classes tonight. Boot camp. That's, dude, I mean, the fucking trolls. You should fucking literally fucking join, join the fucking app. You can fucking talk to me. You know? Uh, I will not acknowledge made-up genders. Me either. Me either. Me either. A dislike is still engagement. I know. Shush. Fucking stop it. <laughs> Let them fucking engage. Let them fucking engage. Oh, I do have a question. Excellent. What is it? What, what the fuck is it? I, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it another ten minutes because I had a fun with this one. So, and people are just starting to ask questions. So, does your hembi need to be taken in a fasted state to be effective? There's different data behind it. I don't, I, I, I'm lucky though. Like I only eat like once or twice a day, but when I do take your hembine, which I have some on the way, I think Mark's sending me some, um, for my, for this, this is, this is my harder training portion of the year. Um, I normally take, uh, five milligrams three times a day, like right when I wake up midday and then right before I eat. So, uh, it's taken faster, but I do eat on it. I think it's more important. You get take it. You just, you take it. Uh, I do think that it's like, I do think that it's more along the lines of it's not, I mean, it's not, it's not super, super, super. It's not like something like you're just, it's going to be like all of a sudden melting shit off of you, but it doesn't need to be too precise. People get way too caught up in the tiny little fucking things about shit. So just make sure you take it. I take mine three times a day, five milligrams a piece, because I would have to take 15 milligrams by the, by the data. And I don't want to take 15 milligrams all at once because that did upset my stomach a little bit. I can't believe people have the authentic, uh, audacity to feel obligated to speak on misgendering when they have 20 genders and look uh, and look like one, but like only one. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Alan's whole argument goes along with the bathroom bill. If you look like the gender on the door, no one questions it. It's only uh, when you don't. It's, I, mean, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I, I talked about Blair White the other day, which, by the way, she followed me on Twitter. Very fucking cool, by the way, because um, I'm a fucking fan. I'm a fucking fan of hers, and I will call her a her. She deserves it. You know why? She looks like a fucking her. Is she a trans woman? Yes. Is she a is she a biological woman? No. She's never going to be one. But I will call her her all fucking day because she looks like a her. Uh, Blair, Blair was just saying the other day how she doesn't use women's locker room because she's not not a biological woman, and she's logical. That's another reason why we, we're fans of her here. Alan, you're a savage, and I just love you for uh, I just love you for it, friend. Uh, never stops being the truth. Thank you, Lacey. I appreciate it. 
Um, can Vita be taken regularly while taking Immortal? Also, does Immortal need to be taken with a fat source or is the salmon oil in, uh, included sufficient? I would say the fat source is included. Um, I take Vita with Immortal. In fact, I have Vita right here, right now. Um, so uh, I would say yes and yes. Just because you're offended doesn't make you right. That's my thing. Like, and just because just because I'm offensive doesn't make me right. You know, um, I I tend to think I'm pretty right, and I have yet to see anybody that can come up with any refuting data to shit I say. I see a lot of people call me a racist, or a lot of people call me a misogynist, or a lot of people call me toxically masculine. A lot of people call me uh, homophobic. A lot of people call me uh, transphobic. A lot of people call me. Uh, right. A lot of people call me a Trumpster. A lot of people call me a maggot. Uh, a lot of people call me all sorts of shit, but they don't call me wrong. You know? So, well, I mean, they do, but they, but then when I say produce data, they go to all those other insults because they can't actually produce data because as you just saw, I literally use their fucking data. Yeah, I mean, you can, uh, Lacey, thank you very much. Buy more of it soon. If you buy if you buy it from uh, any of these places, you can normally go on to the website and leave a review. Uh, or if, Lacey, if you wanted to make a video review, tag me in it, and we'll go with it. We can, uh, that would definitely help. We'll share the shit out of that. Oftentimes, we'll, uh, if you make a video review of no morbidity, if you make a video review of no morbidity, please let me know on Twitter. Like, send me a message. Follow me at the MFNCOO on Twitter. Uh, send, send me the link to wherever you shared it from. I will send it to the people at Ambrosia. They'll reach out to you by email. And oftentimes they give you like a small gift certificate or something like that, or even like a, a different link to, uh, to get some discounts for it. So if you leave, if you want to leave a review is, but especially that's great, but especially a video review, a video review would be very helpful to all of you out there. Please do. I thank you very much. Um, that would be awesome. The haze of fatic movements pr uh, prove that mental illness is contagious. Well, it is contagious societally and by friend group, just the same way that obesity is contagious. Obesity is societally contagious. It is a societal contagion, especially when there is no basic, uh, there's no vaccine for it. There's no uh, inoculation for the societal contagion that is obesity. In today's world, that inoculation would be people saying, hey, you're fat as fuck, lose weight. But to the great degree, people like me that do that are obviously su suppressed and censored often, <laughs> you know? So uh, data and facts are their kryptonite. No shit. Just bought Nomo uh, last night for vitamin shop. Can I take uh, one to two at a time at first? I swear my tummy sometimes gets funny on certain vitamins. Uh, thank you for your help. Anne-Marie, uh, Anne you can, but I wouldn't expect to, like, the clinical dosing behind it is what's dosed. So I would try a day or like a day or uh, just a day or two at a smaller dose to make sure your stomach is okay and then go to the main dose. Okay. So a day at one, then a day at two, and then go, go to it if you're still good. So, but that's a great question. Thank you very much. And, I, and let me know how it goes for you, Ann, please. Uh, oh, definitely genetically and environmental mental illness is just as contagious as physical illnesses. There's studies done on it that, that, that it is. Stanford did a study, study that shows that obesity is, uh, influencer contagious. That's why people like Tess Holiday are in fact contagious to their audience. Um, they, I mean, they're, they're contagious. The, the I'm fat and amazing bullshit 
is a actually negative connotation to society. I've said it a million times. I'll say it, keep saying it again. And I'm right again. So I again, to all the trolls that watch this shit, let me know in the comments. If you're willing to show yourself on camera, I'll gladly make you look like a fucking idiot. Uh, but if you're going to talk shit in the comments, at least have some fucking stones to you. You know, it's just video <laughs> for fuck's sake. Uh, anyway, guys, I'm going to run. I'm going to probably fill. I'm probably going to go live someplace else. Probably going to go live on uh, Instagram a little bit later today, too. Uh, and I'm going to do a few other things. But I hope everybody has a great motherfucking day. God damn.